0: You are listening to Give Grief a Chance, and I'm your host and Advanced Grief Recovery Specialist, Diane Morgan. And these podcasts are all about bringing grief awareness out into the world, because even today, my friends, grief is hidden and it's tucked away. So come along and join me on this journey. Let's start to bring grief out into the open. And maybe you'll be brave enough to give your grief a voice. This is episode 153. Hello to all of my lovely podcast listeners and welcome to this week's episode. I hope that you're all doing really well. And as always, I'd like to say a big thank you to each and every one of you takes the time to listen to these podcasts. So this week, I'm going to be talking about five steps to coping with grief. Now, coping with the loss of a loved one or a close friend can be one of the hardest things that many of us have to face. Even though loss is a natural part of life, we can still be overcome by shock, confusion and such intense and painful sadness. And you know, for some folks, the intensity diminishes as time passes on by. They recover from their loss by having a good support system and healthy habits. And it's good to know that there is no set period of time for someone to grieve. And the grieving process is important because it reminds us we can continue to embrace the time we had with our loved one. And of course, everyone reacts differently to death. And we all have our own coping mechanisms for grief. If your relationship with the deceased was a difficult one, It might take some time and thought before you're able to honestly deal with the loss. And some people really struggle and they have a hard time with grief, so much so that eventually it starts to affect their day-to-day life to the point where they just feel stuck. And as we know, grief is an emotional response to loss. And while emotions can be very consuming, they are not permanent states. So please remember, this doesn't have to last forever. And some of the most common emotional symptoms of grief include shock, numbness, yearning, intense sadness, guilt, hopelessness, and anger. And grief can also lead to forgetfulness, confusion, and poor concentration. It can also produce a wide range of physical issues, including headaches, body ache, fatigue, nausea, and even shortness of breath. Now, if you've lost a spouse or a partner, you might be feeling overwhelmed, wondering how on earth you are going to survive on your own. You may start to question yourself and wonder if you have the energy to even try to go it alone. You might have lost your furry best friend who's been by your side for years and the house seems empty and quiet and lonely. Maybe you've lost a job and you're worried about paying the rent and putting food on the table for your family. Whatever loss you are experiencing and whatever you are going through, please know that your grief is valid. So here are five practical suggestions to help you cope with your grief and move towards healing. So number one, grieve in your own way. No one can tell you that they know how you feel because they don't. At best, they only know how they felt when they experienced a loss. Your experience might be influenced by your circumstances surrounding the death or any other loss you have experienced. So do yourself a favour. Don't compare your loss with the, or your feelings with that of others. Everyone's grief is different and unique to them. And grief is a natural response to a loss. So acknowledge your feelings as it's all part of the grieving process and take it one day at a time and move at your own pace. Number two, feel and talk about your emotions. Healing truly starts when you can share your grief with others. Find a safe person who will listen Allow yourself to talk about your loss and openly express your feelings. Death affects us physically, mentally, and emotionally. So don't worry if out of the blue, you suddenly feel overwhelmed by your emotional pain. These feelings are normal and natural reaction to any significant loss. They are messengers, so please don't try to push them away Instead, allow yourself to feel and learn from these emotions. Number three, give yourself a break. Self-care is so important for your emotional well-being. And when you practice consciously taking care of yourself, it's something that you'll never regret. Your body and mind react to grief. And during periods of intense grief, you may experience things like appetite changes or you can't sleep and you have terrible mood swings. This is where you need to be kind to yourself. Grief is painful. So treat yourself as you would a friend and allow yourself the time and space to feel your grief. Give yourself a break and lower your expectations. Don't expect to do as much as you did before your loss. And know that it's okay if you need to break down and cry. Except that sometimes you might have a bad day for what seems like no apparent reason. And that's okay too. Number four, connect and communicate. Find yourself a support system as it's one of the most important things you can do for your well-being. Go for a walk with a trusted friend. Find a non-judgmental listener with whom you feel comfortable talking about your grief. Openly communicate with family and friends so that they can help you. And if you feel like it, find a support group that seems like a good fit one that you might want to attend. And if you need extra support, don't ever hesitate to find a professional. You have the right to express your grief and you also have the right not to share. Do what feels good for you. And Number five, celebrate your memories. Memories are one of the best legacies a loved one or a friend leaves when they die. So it's important to remember that those fond memories do not live in the pain of your grief. Your memories live in the stories you tell to your friends or the ones you share together with your family. They live in the things you used to love to do together and the things you do to honour your loved one's memory. They live in the laughter you make, the food you love to eat, the music you dance to and listen to on those long car rides. They live in the pictures you have and the holidays and adventures you experience together. Those memories live in you, deep within your heart, waiting for you to move on from your pain. And a good thing to remember is to plan ahead for any grief triggers, as anniversaries, birthdays, or holidays are important milestones that can reawaken some painful memories and feelings. So, why not be prepared and make sure that you're not alone? And remember, grief is not linear, it fits nowhere and it's not neat and tidy. There will be many ups and downs and ebbs and flows during the grieving process, but trying to ignore your pain or keep it from surfacing will only make it worse in the long run. It's important to understand that moving on means you've accepted your loss, and that doesn't mean you'll forget. The good news is that you can live your life and still keep the memory of someone or something you lost as important to you, grief will find its place in the depths of your heart. Okay, you lovely people. That is it for this week's podcast. I hope that you enjoyed it and that it was helpful for you. If you'd like to find out more about my services and programs, then please visit my website givegriefachance.com. There you can drop me an email, you can ask a question or you can share your story via voice message and I'll be happy to play it on the podcast. And while you're over on my website, why not check out my free gifts to you? There's a guided meditation to help you sleep, a grief recovery ebook with 61 tips on the experience of grief and how to move through it, plus my fillable grief worksheets, which will help you to process your memories, thoughts and emotions. So please feel free to use them. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, then please rate it, like it and share it. And if you feel like it, come and join me on Instagram at Give Grief a Chance Coach. And last but not least, I'd like to invite any women who might be struggling with their grief to come and join us in a safe and nurturing group on Facebook. It's called Life After Loss with Diane Morgan. And I would be honoured if you would come and join us and give your grief a voice. my friends. Take good care and have a wonderful week.